Hi, and welcome to Neon Peak. My name is Haley Obright, and I'm your host. I'm an event professional, a health and wellness junkie, and a self-proclaimed boss babe. In just five years, I helped quadruple the growth of the events agency I work for, was named the emerging industry leader in Canada, became a part-time professor, got engaged to the love of my life, started a blog and podcast, and did it all while hitting my health and fitness goals. Now I want to share out all my tips and tricks on how you can also lead an energizing life that's fulfilling and takes you to your peak state. Think of me as your new friend, the one who pushes you, tells you the truth, and doesn't let you give up on yourself. I also have a pretty open door policy, so you never know which guests may end up in the seat beside me. If you want more content like this, make sure to visit neonpeak.ca and of course, subscribe to this podcast. Hi, everyone. I am really excited to share out this podcast topic today, and it is actually just a reflection on my health journey since the age of 12. Now, before you switch the channel or wonder if this podcast is for you, I want you to know that this is really for anyone that feels like their health could be a lot better, and it's not that you're someone that is suffering from a major illness or disease but you just know you know you could have more energy you know that there's something off and it could be better that's you know really who uh, I think we'll get a lot out of this podcast because that's where I was at I could have been happy with the status quo I could have been happy with where I was at but I just knew that I wanted to be better and I just wanted to figure out how to get there and honestly it, it really has started all the way back to me being in grade six and I'll never forget you know at 12 years old looking at myself and just thinking gosh I don't like how I look and it's kind of crazy now because that felt like a real problem at 12 I felt old enough to feel that way and now that I'm almost 30 I kind of look back and I'm like wow how could a young girl already know that about herself so that was a huge eye-opener Um, and the reason why I'm putting this on my event professionals podcast is because as an event professional, if you're someone that's been in the industry for a long time or someone that's getting into this industry, you're going to learn really quickly that we work a lot of very long days, 16 hour days, weekends, evenings, we're constantly on the go and we experience a lot of stress because of our jobs. We're also around the most elaborate caterers, best desserts, best appetizers, tons of food. So despite all the walking and the running around that we're getting, most event planners offset those benefits by eating a lot of the really, really terrible food that's available. And I say terrible in terms of it not being healthy, not terrible in terms of the quality because you're working with some of the best chefs in the city. So it can be really hard to avoid, you know, that temptation, especially at 11 p.m. when you're exhausted and you just want to eat the cupcake. So here we go. Um, Where it all began. So I won't bore you with too many details, but I do need you to understand a few key things. So I started my weight loss journey in grade six, like I, you know, had mentioned. And this is when my sister and I, my twin sister and I actually got gym memberships. So we had a gym membership to our local women's fitness club. We would walk there together. We would, you know, do the elliptical, treadmill, basic abs, some weights, just getting ourselves comfortable with this whole idea of fitness. 
but you know I really started early out and having that accountability partner at a young age was really helpful so being able to do it with my sister otherwise I think I may have been too intimidated to go into the gym alone and at this time Atkins was huge my dad was reading the book at the time and I actually placed a bet with my mom because I told her that I wanted to lose some weight and she didn't believe that I was going to do it because at that time I was eating like pizza and french fries and tons of carbs and just kind of like whatever I wanted to eat and nothing at that time motivated and now motivated me more than proving someone wrong and I think she knew that so she bet me that I couldn't do it and I was determined to prove her wrong So at that time, I was definitely overweight. Um, So just to let you know that it wasn't her putting me in any harm's way by any means. Um, But I was very determined to prove her wrong. So I tried every diet, you know, across the ages of 12 to 21 and started with Atkins. And that one worked, especially because I had just been pretty much eating really unhealthy. So as soon as I switched uh, to more healthy eating, I, I was actually able to drop about 10 pounds, which at that point in being grade six and going into grade seven, uh, definitely made me feel a lot more confident about myself. And, you know, you're just going into your teenage years. So it felt good to be able to, you know, achieve a goal so young. And it also really helped my mindset to realize, wow, I can, if I set my mind to something, I can really do it. But yeah, between 12 to 21, I mean, I tried everything. I was on Atkins, South Beach, Arbonne, I was kind of on a constant roller coaster ride of highs and lows when it came to my weight loss. So I'm sure for a lot of you listening, that sounds pretty familiar because most of us experience that, you know, lose the weight, put the weight back on. And I think that was always my frustration. I couldn't really figure out the right groove for myself. And it also kind of felt like at times my body would just like hit a groove and I didn't really know why. And as, as exciting as it was, it was like, oh, great, I'm like losing weight. If I didn't know why, then it was kind of hard to replicate that again or know what I was really doing right. So at the age of 19, I definitely turned a big fitness corner. So I, would at this point, had a gym membership for like seven years. Um, and to be honest, had like pretty minimal results to show for it. And I remember being in high school and I saw two girls who had like straight up six packs. And one of them I know had lost quite a bit of weight and she was like looking ripped. Like she had abs, muscle, and I was like, what? My jaw literally dropped to the floor. Um, And being the eager beaver that I am, and I was at the time, you know, I reached out to them to find out what they had been doing. And, And that's when they invited me to my first CrossFit class. So first thing is that if there's someone that you look up to, someone that you really admire reach out to them. I mean, for me, it it was like no loss. I had already spent seven years with this gym membership to have like definitely no muscle to prove for it. So as soon as I saw them, I was like, I'm definitely reaching out. Like I'm not wasting another second in my gym, not seeing results. Like that was not okay for me. So I went to my first CrossFit class with them and you have to think about this. This is before CrossFit is big at all. We're like in the corner of this like track gym. It has a bunch of turf. It's like not a official CrossFit gym at this point. This is like really when CrossFit was in its like infancy stage and a lot of people didn't know about it. But I was hooked. Um, Like seven days a week, 
obsessed and in love with the sport that of course helped you know that I fell in love with it that I loved it so much I I just thought it was so fun I loved how it was a competition against myself even though I loved competing against other people um I really loved being able to like push myself and dig like deeper into like what I knew I was capable of and I've been doing CrossFit for 10 years now so I've been doing it ever since but as excited as I was about CrossFit, the thing too that I had to balance was now I was doing more weightlifting, which I had never really done before. So weight loss was definitely still a struggle um, because here I am with a sport I love and that I'm good at, but now I'm struggling to manage my weight because my hunger is way up due to the weightlifting. And I think what a lot of people do is they blame it on like muscle gain. How many times do you hear that? Someone's like, oh, I just put on some weight because I'm putting on muscle. Sure, some of it was from muscle, but if I was being honest with myself, you know, it wasn't all muscle. I was also eating more. I was consuming more food. I didn't know how to properly eat throughout the day or eat after a workout in order to curve that hunger. But, you know, I kind of went on for years just trying to make healthy choices But my weight was like never where I really wanted it to be. And I think that was the most frustrating part because I was doing CrossFit, you know, five to seven days a week at the time. And I was making healthy choices or at least what I thought were healthy choices. So in my mind, I should be ripped at this point. I should have six pack muscles, toned. I should look amazing with all the effort I'm putting in. But that really wasn't the case. And then, you know, things got a little bit worse before they got better. So in fourth year university, I started having major issues digesting food. I was having pretty much what I'd like to call a food baby every night where my stomach would expand and I felt the need to keep passing. Well, you know what? And I pretty much struggled to go to my night classes or out with friends because of the discomfort. And this is when my family doctor told me I was consuming too much fiber And I still think back to this day because it definitely was not a matter of consuming too much fiber. It was probably the worst advice that I had gotten. Um, And I really didn't know. At this point, like naturopathic medicine, it might have been around, but I just wasn't that familiar with it. So I didn't really know what else to do. So I just pretty much listened to my doctor. I just tried to pull back the fiber, tried to avoid things that were you know, difficult to digest, um, but the problems persisted for quite some time, and I was also getting sick really easily. I would be sick like every, I don't know, three weeks throughout a winter season. I still remember all my friends always being like, oh, Haley, you're always sick. How are you always sick? Like, it was becoming like my thing. Like, people just knew I was sick. I also felt like I was constantly tired, I would always have to come home and take a nap or I just always felt so tired, really low on energy. So now I'm going to fast forward and this is where I can start giving you guys solutions that I really hope are going to help you because this is where I took such a turning point in my health and fitness journey. So I met my now fiance and he was in a VIP member uh, group Uh, a real estate group called Rockstar Real Estate. It's in Toronto. And he was a VIP member at the time. And basically, this group is meant to help bring people together who are investing in real estate. Uh, Very well-established group in the city, 
highly recommend. I love going to their events. Uh, very educational, very helpful. And my fiance was really big into real estate investing. So he got a VIP membership so he could have access to as much education as they were offering. And on the plus side, as a VIP member, he was invited to exclusive events and one of which was this naturopath speaking on health performance. So the two owners of this Rockstar Real Estate Group were working with this naturopath to help them increase their performance. So the guys brought them in to talk to all their VIP members. And my fiance invited me to go with him. And I jumped at the opportunity because I absolutely love health, fitness, increasing your performance. And as we sat in this session, we were listening to, his name was Dr. Cowan, from Phenom Clinic. Uh, They're based out in Burlington. And I just remember this one slide so perfectly. I don't think the image will ever be erased from my mind. He put up a picture of a wagon being pulled by donkeys. And then right beside it, he had a Ferrari. He told us that most people go through their day slow and sluggish like the donkey wagon. But we actually had the choice to operate like a Ferrari. This analogy resonated with me on a whole new level, and I think the biggest challenge that a lot of us face is that a lot, like majority of people are the donkey wagon. Majority of people are getting through their day on like 10 cups of coffee, Red Bulls, all these other methods of increasing their energy that are unhealthy, and everyone's tired. Everyone's sick. So when you talk to everyone, you just think, oh, it's normal. All my friends are tired. All of us are experiencing this, so it just has to be normal. So when he looked at us and he said, listen, sure, that's how majority of people are living, but that doesn't mean they have to live like that. You, you actually have the choice. Like, you don't have to choose that. And that's what just, like, uh, got me to the edge of my seat. And I was like, God, I want to be the Ferrari. Like, what do I need to do to be the Ferrari? So from that evening, of course, I booked a personal appointment. And and the good thing if you do have a health plan is that most of us have $500 for a naturopath. So, you know, those first appointments and tests were actually fully covered. And through this appointment, I took multiple tests and I learned a lot. So the most important test that I took was the food sensitivity test. This one I highly, highly, highly recommend. It basically indicates what foods you're highly sensitive to and it will indicate it in a red, yellow, or green. So green is like green light, you're good, your body has no issues with digesting those foods. But red foods, anything in the red, essentially how they explain it is that cortisol is being released to help break down uh, and help your body break down these foods because your body is actually going through a lot trying to digest these specific foods. And because of that, not only are you experiencing gas, bloatedness, um, but because your body's actually releasing cortisol also because of the inflammation, you're also really tired. And that's also causing you to get more sick and all these other symptoms that I was experiencing. So the great news is when the naturopath came into the room with my results, she goes, and this is what every, every person wants to hear, she goes, you have to have one of the worst results I've ever seen. And I was like, okay, great. This We're really off to a good start here. And uh, basically she showed me my results. And I think I had like 20 foods in the red. I mean like, and these were things that I was eating like every single day. Eggs, gluten, peanuts, rice, dairy. I mean, the list went on like casein, 
uh, whey protein, uh, specific nuts, cashews I couldn't eat. Like the list just went on and on. And uh, to be honest, like I never really cared how long the list was. I will say when I left and came home and, and started removing all those foods from my diet, it was difficult at first. I had to spend a lot of time in grocery stores reading the labels. And I found, especially because rice was on my list and gluten, I really struggled because majority of gluten-free products are made with rice. So I definitely was a bit, uh, I definitely had some challenges, but I stayed committed. And once I basically created a list of the products in the stores that I could eat, from there I was pretty much good to go. So it was just that initial learning of figuring out what I couldn't and what I could eat. And again, mostly what I eat is vegetables and and fresh produce and, and good healthy meats and fish. But you still need sometimes, you know, a good healthy pasta alternative or, um, you know, what milk substitutes can you use? So those were the things, or even like a condiment. So those were the things that I was spending more time reading, you know, the labels on. But I will tell you that very quickly, a lot of my problems were starting to melt away. No more bloating, no more gas. Uh, The tiredness was going away and my energy was for sure going up. So that was just the first step. Just basically, I removed all high sensitive foods from my diet. And I don't know about you guys listening on this podcast right now, but no diet out there, Atkins, South Beach, any of these will ever help you know what you're allergic to. So even though I was eating healthy foods, like eggs, for example, are considered one of the healthiest proteins you can consume. And yet eggs was the highest thing on my sensitivity or highest food item on my sensitivity list. So I always tell people who are like, oh, I just removed gluten and dairy from my diet. I'll be fine. I'm like, yeah, but I could have removed gluten and dairy and had eggs every day and seen the exact same problems. I could have removed eggs, gluten, and dairy and still had peanut butter every day and still had problems and not known. So I know that a lot of naturopaths might even recommend like a food elimination test. But if you're like me, I think it would have taken me years to figure out what 20 items on my list I couldn't eat because I wasn't somebody that only experienced two or three things. I had a lot more than that. So this test gets you the results way, way faster and really identifies which ones are really high risk um, or highly sensitive and which ones aren't. So next on the list here is that the weight really started melting off. I would say after I did, so I did this for about a year and, you know, the highly sensitive foods really reduced the inflammation in my body and it helped me to start losing weight. Um, And at this point, I also have a lot more energy. So even my workouts were improving as well, which helped me to start toning as that weight was coming off. But the piece that, you know, about a year later, my fiance and I decided to go on an eating plan called Renaissance Periodization, that's a mouthful, um, or what a lot of people call it is the RP diet. And this is something that a lot of people at my gym were doing because even though I was removing the sensitive foods, it doesn't mean you're just necessarily going to start losing a ton of weight and getting into the best shape of your life. 
for me, it was more like, okay, this obstacle is now removed. So before I could have done anything. I could have been all like the cleanest diet. I could have worked out eight times a week, 10 times a week, and I wouldn't have seen results. But now I'm in a position where I've kind of identified what was actually preventing my body from losing weight. And from here, I was able to get myself to a place where, okay, now my work is actually going to mean something. So getting on the right food plan was really critical at this point. And RP was based on macros, which I had always kind of shied away from. I always thought, oh my gosh, like people like weigh their food. That probably takes so much time. And I just thought, you know, I don't know if I want to do that. But then everyone at my gym was talking about this RP plan and how successful they had been on it and how much weight they had lost. So I thought, you know what, I'm going to give it a go. And I am so, so happy that I did because What RP really does is it doesn't take anything away from you. It's not like keto or a diet where it says you can't eat something. It actually just breaks down your four basic food groups, which are your carbs, your fats, your protein, and um, your vegetables. And it tells you how much of each you should be eating based on when you work out in the day. And then it gives you the specific times. The other thing I really liked about this was that I found every time I went to try and find an eating plan prior to RP, it always just assumed that I worked out in the morning, which isn't the case. I work out after work. And where you eat your carbs needs, like a significant amount of your carbs in the day needs to actually be closer to when you're working out. So had I followed just like one basic plan of someone that works out in the morning, I actually wouldn't have been on the right eating plan for my schedule and my day. RP was incredibly flexible and allowed me to identify when I work out. And then it helped me to build out eating for my day in order to fuel me in my workouts, but also help me lose weight. And I am so happy to say that since taking that one test with the naturopath, and getting on RP and balancing that with actually following the high sensitivity food test. So I was very strict. I did not eat the things on my list. I worked out and I really followed the RP eating plan. I didn't cheat. That's a big one. I really stayed on it for probably two months straight. I was able to lose 20 pounds. I'm 5'7". I went from 170 pounds to 150 pounds over the course of two years you know, my body got to a point where I didn't even, I always convinced myself that my body was just never going to be able to look like that. I always looked at other girls or other pictures of like muscle and, and lean, like toning and like that hip muscle. And I was like, oh yeah, that's, that's really nice for them. They were probably born, you know, that way. So to see myself look like this and to see the reaction of my family and friends when they saw me, you know, knowing that I've been working on my health and fitness for so long, all my friends said it was like the best I had ever looked or they had ever seen me. And this was just such a huge accomplishment. Um, And one that, gosh, I just, I hope that so many more people can experience this because you deserve it. And honestly, I felt like I deserved it and I fought for it. I found a way to get there because I just couldn't accept the fact that it wasn't working for me. I just couldn't accept that I couldn't get to where I wanted to be. If I was willing to be disciplined, if I was willing to put in the work, why couldn't I have that? And it was a matter of like knowledge and having the right balance of everything. It wasn't just having the right gym. It wasn't just eating right. 
it was the balance of proper naturopathic you know medicine and procedures proper workout proper eating plan so next on my list is uh you know this health journey is one that I think I'll always be on you know I I always go to my naturopath every year I take different tests I want to see how my energy levels are how my hormones are you know have my allergies changed we work together to you know bring foods back in ensure my gut health is on point so I I just want to point out too that I don't still work off of the same results that I got, you know, two or three years ago. I, I make sure to update those every year. Um, but I'm now working, you know, to, again, reintroduce those f- foods to my diet because it's, you're not meant to just forever not eat them and, uh, you know, continue to balance my weight. But I'm also happy to say that I've actually kept the weight off for two years. And I think that's a huge accomplishment, too, because it wasn't a fad diet. None of this was meant to be quick. It happened over a course of about a year and a half, and I've kept the weight off for two years. And I think the thing that I will leave you with is, you know, I do get a few skeptics. And even when I was, I don't get them anymore, but I did when I first started. So a lot of people are like, oh, those food tests, they're not accurate. And they had all the reasons why I shouldn't take it. Um, And a lot of people are like, oh, why can't you eat that? Oh, you're not eating this. And just nonstop questions. And all I can say is that I don't get those questions anymore because my results truly speak for themselves. And what I've always said to any friend or any, anyone that I happen to have this conversation with, I just say, listen, I'm not a doctor and I can't say for sure the science behind anything that I did because that's not my area. I'm an event planner. But what I can say is that I'm not experiencing the issues that I used to have. I'm much happier with my body, much happier with where I am in my health journey, and I can attribute it to these things. And that's good enough for me. If other people want to try the same, then I really encourage them to because it's so exciting when you find the right balance and the right mixture for yourself. But I really hope that this helped you. And if you are living in the GTA. Um, a few resources for you would be uh, my naturopathic office. That's Phenom HPM. They're in Burlington, but they do video conference calls. I live downtown Toronto, and I always do video conference calls with Dr. Cowan. My CrossFit gym is in Liberty Village. Delta Train, incredible, incredible gym in an amazing community. And then if you are looking for a really great eating plan, I would recommend the RP uh, Renaissance Periodization, and that can just simply be Googled online. Thank you guys so much for tuning in today and I hope that my health journey has helped you or motivated you to get started. Talk soon. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode. If you like what you heard, make sure to hit subscribe and leave me a quick rating and review because good energy is contagious. If you want to say hello, you can always contact me at neonpeak.ca. And remember, to hit your peak performance, you got to wake up, kick ass, and repeat. You got this.